When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Dave Schrader, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, the perplexed in so many ways, Catherine Brandt, okay. being married to me, and Andy Bernard, it's a small part. Tiger Carver, otherwise known as Howard Boyd. I love it. Now he's he's thrown out the Howard Boyd. Now what the hell's that? I can all use about? my real name now. Why not? Tiger Carver is a great name. It works. We will be right back with these fine people next. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. <laughs> By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Uh, we're rocking out, man. We certainly As are. As usual. I think All right. we should start with mom's... Welcome to the Doomsday Cult <laughs> Doomsday Podcast. It is. It's just so perplexing. What so, happened? What happened? Well, there's, a, there's several things that happened. Number mm-hmm. one, I we talked about Michelle Tafoya yeah. yesterday. Yep. That we were just talking about that. All these rumors <clears throat> were flying around. She was uh, either fired or quit or let go or whatever, canceled because of an appearance on The View mm-hmm. that she did. And so I texted her and said, I'm so sorry that this is, uh, we've heard rumors. People are asking me directly on social media what happened. And I'm like, I don't know. Sad to say, I haven't talked to Michelle in a long time. So I, I asked her. I asked her. I just said I was sorry and blah blah blah. And her response was that the rumors you are hearing are simply rumors. I was given four games off this season, which I chose back in July. They all had one thing in common: cold weather. Mm. I am back at it this week in Tampa Bay. Oh. My appearance on the View has nothing to do with my games off. Mm. Nothing. Thanks for the concern. 
Not one of these news outlets that have been spreading the rumors <clears throat> have contacted me for comment. Well, why would they contact her when they can have sources familiar with her thinking tell us yeah, everything and, going on in her and life? And then she texted me a little later after some other, you know, Merry Christmas stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, NBC finally put out a statement saying, Michelle, will be back on the sidelines this weekend, as we have done repeatedly. We are, again, giving our announcers bye weeks in 2021, and we plan to do it well into the future. Michelle's off weeks, which were determined prior to the season, were all in cold weather cities after Thanksgiving, and her final weekend off this season comes on January 2nd in Green Bay. Any other speculation about her time off is blatantly false. Well, every news source, including Fox, says she was fired. You can't trust anything yeah. you read anymore. No, you cannot trust I can the mainstream you media. That after being on The View, I have not been asked back to uh, Monday Night Football personally. I knew it. Yeah. So I, mean, I was never there to begin with. So much. Much. <laughs> was never well, I do hate The View. Well, I think it's a view. terrible show and with terrible people I think pretty on much it. everyone in the world hates it. I don't it's know like, how it's, it's still like on the It's like a cult air. of... It's Yuck. Yeah. Well, is this hard to live with Catherine when she's so guarded with the way she feels? She doesn't really <laughs> let you know where yeah. she's sitting just, on well, I don't normally get that whipped up about stuff, but when, you know, I mean, The View could have come out and said, hey, uh, we're hearing that, you know, yeah. that her appearance on our show caused her to be, and they could have addressed it immediately. Yeah, but do you want that news breaking from The View either? Yeah. It would have been nice. Yeah. It might give them some credibility instead of just being, oh, you're why conservative, we hate years? your guts. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why true. start now? Yeah. It's been on. It, it's been on a long. Yeah, I was oh. surprised. I feel sorry for America. The View <laughs> has been on since 1997. Really? Yeah. So, wow. That's yeah. just sad. Years. That's yeah. very sad that people years. keep that Back when Barbara of crap Walters alive. was not just a head in a jar. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> right? That's true. And then Here's, the other thing. Wait a minute. Not, what? Oh, back to I, you? No. This is part of your story. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Here on the Catherine Brandt podcast. Uh, I thought the family, not the Tom yeah. Brandt show. What happened to the name change? Hey. Yeah, what happened to the name change? <laughs> Uh, this is from Fox Sports. It was just posted. Michelle Tafoya's NBC role changing after Kaepernick remarks on the View report. Tafoya, the co-host of the View, had debated Kaepernick's situation. Uh, they're saying that she was fired. Still, so, uh, why would Fox News report that? Because they Clicks. just copy and paste whatever everybody oh, yeah. else says. Nobody fact checks anymore. Well, they why just... bother to go to a news site anymore? Then there's well, just no well, reason. Well, that's what people. Why do you yeah. think people aren't doing Wikipedia. it? I can't exactly. believe I'm watching Tom Bernard kick puppies right now here yeah, live. Yeah. In exactly. <laughs> Enter. It's you true. Know, I need to kick you. Oh. One interesting thing you can do is. If you read a news article like that and you see some like peculiar wording that you think might be unique to that, you know, particular article, go to Google, type that wording verbatim in quotes and hit enter. You're going to find like 20, 30 other articles that use that exact same phrase as if it's from a script. You're right. Right here it says this started at ihatemichelletafoya.com. No wonder. There are there are bots that are hired to just put out disinformation just to screw people. If I were, I'd just let it ride. It's sad. Because the lawsuit just keeps getting better yeah, for Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. For real. That's true. Well, I will tell you. You I could would, argue it's liable or tortious interference. I would agree. Uh, right now, that's how the world is. You know, I'm going through stuff. She's going through stuff. We're all going through stuff now because everybody's woke now. It's like, Jesus. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep, exactly. Long winter's night, please. But that's not where... Okay, I'll end it with this. There's. A, oh, by the way, Michelle looks great. There's a picture of her. She looks really good. Uh, the View... You go, girl. <laughs> the View gushes over Hillary Clinton's would-be 2016 victory speech. She did win. Uh, let it go, for Christ's sake. It was five years ago. Five six years, years ago. I still see Obama God. bumper stickers, Bush bumper stickers. Yeah, it's you like, do. They keep them I don't on there. Well, I, sometimes I wonder if they've been on there for so long they've fused with the car. It's like mm-hmm. the only way to get rid of them is to get rid of your bumper. I think, but, I yeah. think that gunk off stuff works. Gunk off. You gunk, make the stuff in my throat from gunks. COVID. It's a like, flamethrower, whatever works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just burn it off with an oxyacetylene torch. All right, your other thing. Uh, my other thing is, so I bought something for a Christmas present for a certain somebody. Mm, and true? I kept on getting, I, I got an email saying that you have to contact us within, uh, there's something wrong. Yeah, you can't really trust those. No. So I ignored it because I'm like, sure, 
Mm-hmm. Somebody hacked my my email and is trying to do something. Get another. Oh, your credit card number. Yeah. I need that again. You know. So I was like, I ignored it, and then I got an email saying that it was shipping, and then I got a whole bunch more emails saying that if you don't contact us within forty eight hours, we're not going to ship your item. Right. I and get it that looked, all the time. It looked. I called the number mm-hmm. just to hear, <laughs> hear the recorded the message. kind of person that might be answering the phone, whether it's bogus or not. Hello, Catherine Brunt. It had a five-minute hold, like an official, sorry, we can't answer your phone right now. We're busy. Five minutes. Then on the way to the podcast, it rang 175 times. Well. And no one answered the phone. So it's all fake. So yeah. is that fake? Yes, they probably fake. just put Not your number into a list of numbers that they can sell to people to spam. I get those every day. However, customer service across the board it's sucks right oh, now. Oh, you, can't, you cannot get through anywhere. Now, this isn't an inexpensive item. Right. Uh, why wouldn't they, if it's, why wouldn't they answer the phone? <laughs> I mean, they would rather those they're going they to cancel. Today, yeah. They'd rather cancel my shipment mm-hmm. than contact me or answer their phone. Well, forward the email to me, and I can tell you within 30 seconds whether or not it's real. Yeah. Okay. That's another trick you can do with Google is you can Google phrases from those emails and see if they pop up on scam alert websites. Really? Yep. Catherine thinks she has problems. Jude didn't get to sit in her lap on the way here. Yeah. And didn't get to eat caramel uh, or eat uh, Alex's sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's real problems. How to be perspective <laughs> right there. He survived. Tough life you got. But yeah, I'm glad that I reached out to Michelle because that just that kind of crap just makes me. It, I know. It, it just well, it's the worst of humanity. I mean, well, who would even just go? Okay, you know, I saw her on the View. She has a big, cool job. I know. Let's try to cancel. Let's it's, ruin her life. It's yeah. 24-7 news cycle. That's what's really yeah. caused all this because yeah. they have to have something to mm-hmm. say constantly. Sure do. That's why we're seeing like when the, the shootings took place at uh, uh, in Massachusetts, what, gosh, almost 10 years ago now, um, when the kids were, were shot. Sandy and there was, Hook? Yeah, Sandy Hook. And they were saying, oh, well, you know, there were some guys seen running off into the woods. They were taking any bit of information, anything they could to have something to say and yeah, be. That's true. Because they're against 20 other stations out there filming. They have to have something to say. Isn't what happened enough to say? But we have to have something more to say because you could go to CNN or MSNBC or Fox or, or you know, any channel to hear the same thing. So they want, oh, wait, they want CNN's got a new deal, right? Oh, they, they saw two people running into the woods. That's what caused all this mass hysteria and these knuckleheads out there to believe Sandy didn't take place right so before we move on i'd like to point out one thing. <laughs> because it ties I just in to go back uh-huh. to sleep all no, the time it, it ties in <laughs> so i got uh, a letter yesterday or was it might have been monday no i think it was yesterday got a letter from the irs that said uh, you and Catherine need to pay your taxes or we're going to go after your bank accounts mm-hmm. i'm like well we did pay our taxes so i'll call the number call the number I was on the phone for a half hour. Not one live person ever got on the phone with me. Hmm. All they did, basically, when I called the IRS was, here's giveaway program A, here's giveaway program B, here's giveaway. It's all about giving away money. I never, ever got to talk to anybody about, look, I've got the canceled check in my hand where I paid my taxes, and I can't get a hold of you. Was it an email you got? Yes. Okay, is it from irs.gov or is yeah. it from, you know, irs, no, IRS. at mitchhedberg.com yeah. or something? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's always like some wacky-ass mm-hmm. link that, you know, oh, this can't be right. Or they can set their uh, their uh, first and last name as irs.gov, right. but then the actual email address is something else. Yeah. I just yeah. couldn't believe it, though. They, they, I, we pay our taxes. They say, no, you didn't. I try to call and say, hey, I've got the check with me right here. No, nobody would hop on and, and just straighten it out for. I so I don't know if they're going to go after our bank account or not. I have no idea. I'm sure it's fake. You think it's fake? I go after I, your bank yeah. account seems a little severe for a first well, email. Well, yeah, it does since yeah. we do yeah. pay our taxes on time. Yeah, they well, don't. if you paid your taxes, then it's like I paid them. Well, I got the canceled check. Yeah, I would think you probably. <laughs> it's probably not real. Yeah, yeah, almost every yeah, leave. Although I did get the letter, I get the letter from the IRS. And in the mail, I got a letter from the IRS. Telling you the same thing? Yeah. Oh. 
So I don't sure know. your accountant's been paying those bills for you? I got the canceled check. All right. I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sixty-seven ninety-nine is the number on the check. I, I can guarantee you that. Not made we, out to Bill Smiley, the accountant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bill Smiley, ladies and gentlemen. We have Officer Dave on the phone. We don't talk to police on this show anymore. We run over your food up in Blaine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Can you is believe that, that woman did that? Yes, I can. Oh God. You know about that, don't you, Darkness? No. What happened? Blaine, this old couple. How old was the couple again? They were in their 70s I or heard 80s? 70s. I think they were ancient old 70s, people who just yeah. turned 70. Oh. That's how it's going to go today. Uh-huh. Andy's poking okay. the bear. So oh the, the woman uh, drives up from Instacart. She's going to deliver their cub food. They ordered food from cub. They pull up, and she sees a sign on their front yard that says, We support Blaine Police. So she wrote a note and pinned it on their door. They tell her to shut up. I'm trying to talk. I turned her right down. Okay. Why don't you dispatch some silence, lady? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That'll work perfect. How would you forget that one? I don't know why. Okay, so she writes a note and pins it to their door. This is an older couple now. And by the way, when she pulled up, the older couple came out of their house because they thought it might be too slippery in their driveway. They came out to help her. Well, yeah, they saw her pull up, and then she hadn't come up to their door in a while, so they thought that maybe she fell on yep. the ice, so she, right. they went outside to check on her. To check on Left a, a note with F-bombs all over it on, on the, uh, the front door, mm-hmm. how racist these people were, you're horrible people, F the police, the whole deal. Then she took their food out of the van, put it in the driveway, and ran over their food. All right, but in my wife's defense... <laughs> <laughs> your wife had blue hair now? This woman had blue hair. Good God. Hey, can you believe it? Because you support the police, you need your life to be destroyed. Well, it wasn't even like a, Ugh. you know, back the blue kind of thing. It was no. specifically, thank you, Blaine police. Yeah. 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 I mean, was. if it was a Packer sign, yep. sure. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be different, you know. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, you copper? Oh, the... Uh, all the love I'm getting here, you know. Um, <laughs> the IRS will not email you. No, they I, won't. I write reports on these schemes all week long. I swear to God, there's at least one a week. Uh, yeah, they will not call you. They will not email you. They will send you paper, which they did through the USPS. Yep. Well, uh, probably wrong. Probably not the uh, official letterhead then. Yeah, if they also sent an email, I'm wondering if that's an actual legitimate uh, letter as well. I just got to figure, well, again, if they go after my account, I'll have to, dude, can I sue the federal government? Good luck (laughs) winning that one. Good luck winning that one, baby. Uh Yeah, good good luck. I don't believe them, but... You know, good luck suing him, too, right? I mean, I've got the canceled check. How can they not look at their record and go, oh, I guess he did pay us? Well, God, I spent like uh, three years trying to give them money that I owed them. But I had to keep on creating accounts and going to different offices at different times, filling out different forms, just so I could give them their money. So it's not exactly like a tightly right. run ship over there. No, it really no. isn't. No question. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Hey, what is, no, uh, that's all I had. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that do not believe anything that comes email, phone call from any government agency because mm-hmm. they love snail mail. They do love snail mail. Did I just hear you run over someone's groceries in their driveway? No! <laughs> Only because it says we support Tom Bernard. Yeah, yeah. he ran right yeah, over it, baby. That's exactly right. All Thank right, you, but, David. Are you coming to see us next week before Christmas? I can do Tuesday if you want. Yeah, come, come in on Tuesday. It'll be good to see you. Are you inviting him in on the week you're not going to be here? Yeah, why don't you come in when I'm not <laughs> here? I'll be here next week. You won't be here the week after. Oh, okay, all right. I won't be here after. next week. You're going to be here Wednesday, I thought. I not anymore. Don't, well, Sage may may doesn't not. have school Wednesday, so oh, I, you major I might bring him in, which is always, I can't do anything Fun. when he's here. <laughs> By the way, Officer Dave, don't take it personally when you said, okay, I got to go, and then Catherine came back in the studio. <laughs> Way to go, Plus Catherine. Me. Uh, I had you to take a... What? Catherine, you don't have to give me anything for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I was on hold for days for your present. 
All right. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why don't you go hit someone with your nightstick? Yeah. I well, wish I could you know. hit people. <laughs> we all <laughs> wish we could. All right. <laughs> all right. Stay, stay hot, man. That's all I have to say. We'll see you next week, Officer Dave. Sounds great, guys. Love you all. Take Love care. Love you too, Bally. Bye. Thanks a lot. Officer Dave, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, neat dog. Officer Dave's what, like 6'6"? Six, six? He's Something huge. like that. 6'6", six, yeah. six, weighs about 320 and zero fat. He said before, I can't remember that. Holy one. Hannah, he's a big man. That's why I can mouth off to him when he's on the phone. <laughs> yeah, you're a big guy behind a microphone. Yeah, tough guy. You won't do it when he's here. <laughs> Not doing it when he's in studio. He's too big. You know the scams? I got a call probably two years ago. And it was some guy said, hey, you know, this is MSN. We saw somebody hacked into your computer. Uh, We've got all this information. I just need the credit card that you guys use for MSN. And I get done. I go, does anybody actually ever fall for this line? And he goes, and he goes from speaking in pretty good English to, "What you fucking Americans are so stupid!" Oh, yeah. And then he hung oh, up on me. And I'm they like, get oh, very wow. angry if wow. you see through Woo. it. Yeah. There's YouTube channels out there where these people do this basically as their job. They bait uh, scammers into calling them, and then they see how long they can keep them on the phone, or like see what they can make them believe. Yeah. And once they find out they've been duped, oh god, yeah, they get so mad. Oh, they're fun. Yeah, it's it's insane. There's this one guy who's, uh, he's probably like in his 20s or something, and he's got this voice modulator that makes him sound like an old woman. So whenever they call, she's like, hold on a second, I just, I have to get my glasses. I uh, I have to put my teeth in. Oh, wait a minute. uh, My grandson's knocking at the door. Come on in. He's, he, sometimes I these people, that. they'll stay on the phone for like six hours with him wow. just so he can they can scam him out of like $50 worth of Amazon gift cards. There is, boy, I, I didn't see this coming, man. Maybe I should have, but I didn't see it coming. I just got a, uh, <clears throat> an article sent to me from the New York Times, and it is real. New York Times columnist begs Biden not to run for re-election. Ooh, well, man, that is how the New York Times. I don't know if he'd be Times. able to handle another. Yeah. I don't think he could, no. I, I mean, know, he's only been York in there Times, for one year. Not even a year. it's been rough. What do you, what? <laughs> it's been rough. I don't know. They, all those politicians, just leave me alone. Get away from me. Who is it? Is it uh, Elon Musk who's saying that we shouldn't have anybody over the age of 70 allowed in office right now? Yes. I can see that. There's. I think you have to be exactly 45 to be elected. You're not too old, not too young. You really want the guy with the finger on the button that's probably facing the end of his life as well, right? Right. I'm taking you all with me. Not only that, but he's shaking so much, is he going to push it accidentally? Yeah, Yeah. well, that's true, too. (laughs) That is sad. Apparently there's Instagram accounts just about Joe Biden speaking poorly. Oh, is that right? <laughs> and just like the things that he says and we you're just, just like, what are you, about. what does he, what? Oh God, I remember when uh, W was in <clears throat> office, everyone was like oh, yeah. always freaking out about the weird things he'd say. Yeah. And Biden it, does the exact same thing, yeah, but he it's... He was a terrible public speaker. Yes, he sure was. I liked when Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live after 9-11 occurred and they were first back on the air and he was playing Bush. Oh, yeah. And he goes, we're going to get these people with a little thing I like to call strategery. Strategery. <laughs> I remember strategery. Yeah. I do remember that. Would no be question something about that. Some of the better Bushisms like, I think we can agree the past is over. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that's true. Like a, like a, yeah, Yogi yep. Berra kind of thing. Yep. Huh? That is a Yogi Berra. I was going to say, it sounds like Yogi Berra. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who said that? Bush. He did? Apparently it was about tearing down dams or something. Human beings. But that's just such a weird way to put it. Coexist peacefully. Well, you know, we haven't been for... The human fish war has waged on. Unfortunately, we're, you know, we're in a society where visual are everything. Right. And... A lot of people might be really smart people, but aren't good public speakers. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. And sure I think that's very, I, I know I would be the worst. I'd be like, 
up there. Yes, for, I would be like, what, I was what am I? I don't even know where I'm going. I have no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. I guess I would just be like so distracted with my ADHD yeah. brain. And from about... just that, I hear you just got the nomination for next. Uh... <laughs> yeah. And now we know what to look. I'd be like to. looking at someone's blouse or terrible hairpiece in the crowd and fixated on that. I would just be yeah. all over the place. There's no way I could concentrate. Who bought you that hat? Exactly. <laughs> From the pulpit. <laughs> Who's that guy over there? Yeah, I just would be the worst. So I, I understand. And why we can't have a little, give people a little grace? No, no. There's no more grace. You know, and Bi- Biden, I just don't like his politics. No. Because I don't think he stands for anything. Well, the problem with Biden in speaking is he always has a teleprompter. Yeah. Yes. Always. always. And he can't even read it. Well, that's because he's never really stood for anything. He's always just been a follow the leader kind of guy. And now yeah, he's so a he, leader and he doesn't know how to do it. But he should be able to read a teleprompter. Reading a teleprompter should, is actually harder than speaking off the cuff a lot of you the You should also mm-hmm. know your topic. Well, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Before you go and speak about it so that you can intelligently discuss it. See, it's funny because you'll be like, wow, he always has to use a teleprompter in our past president did not. Well, and, and who we should have? Who right. should have? So it's like, yeah. what exactly is the right meat? I'm not attacking right. anybody, yeah, so no. don't send me oh, no, I'm I, saying yeah. I couldn't There's no... stand listening to Trump talk. No, it was like, it was would terrible. you just stop saying the same things just over and over? Just do something. Don't talk. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not doing yourself any favors mm-hmm. by going on and on and on and on. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, didn't like his public speaking either. we got to not... take a break. Okay. We'll be right back, and we'll close with this from George W. Bush. <laughs> I know sometimes it's hard to put food on your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's really super easy. We'll be back. <laughs> and we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Somkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member, FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom here, and I really love my pillow. And now they're offering my pillow towels, 100% USA cotton. You get two bath, two hand, and two washcloths, 60-day money-back guarantee, and right now my pillow towels, originally priced $109.99, now a flash sale, $39.99 with promo code KQRS. This amazing deal is yours by going to the radio listener specials at MyPillow.com. Enter promo code KQRS. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KQRS. You know what? I just saw something popped up on my screen here. Uh, There's a picture of President Biden looking to his left, and there's a picture of Michelle Tafoya looking to her right, and it looks like they're staring at each other. (laughs) (laughs) They're two completely different pictures. Is it it job swap? Is that next season on uh, NBC? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe. They got him going with the job shop, absolutely, job swap. Yeah, I don't know. I did. So the news keeps saying that she got fired. But I know. You're saying she one, did one not just, get One fired. just popped up 37 minutes ago from, I don't remember what piece of crap news site, Vimeo. 
Well, can't anyone tell the truth Vimeo. anymore? Vimeo is not a news site. No. Well, no whatever Vimeo a, is, it, it's just like it's a video hosting yeah, site. Just a video. So well, it's said it. Story. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. All I know is it's ridiculous. Yes, it is. I'm going to start a story that she actually quit to return to her home planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 The news on the Tom Bernard <laughs> family podcast. Oh, Pelosi slams attitude of lawlessness in San Francisco, saying, I don't know where it comes from. Oh, really? What? The top, lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the top. How about that? These people are uh, Democrats, Republicans. Uh, like I said, if you're a Democrat or Republican or a middling, I'm all for you. But if you're way left or far, uh, way right, I have no time for either one of those groups. I really don't. Just calm down, for Christ's sake. And it's all about them making money. The mm-hmm. only reason they do this is to make money. Oh, did you see that the latest release about, uh, what, is it Pfizer? Who's the one? It's not, oh, it's Moderna. The federal government is in a partnership with Moderna to make money off the vaccinations. Oh, yeah. What? Do oh, you, you didn't much, see that? Do you know how much oh, yeah. money Pfizer made? Oh, yeah, they did They did just fine. I, sell, I yeah. sold. I had Pfizer when I started hearing about this pandemic stuff. Yeah. I bought some Pfizer, and then I just I started doing some digging on what kind of corporation they are and i was like nope don't no. want anything to do with these people right. they had okay what is it net net worth is what after tax after tax, after tax yeah. yeah they like and expensive I'm trying yeah and expensive yeah i'm expensive wow <laughs> wow okay joe biden's taking over my brain <laughs> COVID no, time. i'm trying to look up what it was dan told me the other day and he's like yeah they Pfizer made so much freaking money. Oh, yeah. They made billions and billions yeah. of dollars from this. Yeah. I think they made probably a big chunk of money just helping guys get it up again. Well, wasn't yeah. Pfizer that's, that's the first erectile dysfunction? Yeah. Oh, was drug? it? Yeah. Well, let's see. Who invented Viagra? Let's see here. Uh, I thought it was Pfizer that released that. Yeah, because that was, that's well, like, got to be a multi-billion dollar industry. One of the stocks like looking 98, up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get okay. it? Uh, get it? Well, one of the weirdest things, one of the weirdest things to me is it's a soft rise, though. <laughs> okay, and scene. Um, one, of the, <laughs> one of the weirdest things to me is that you know that mental health survey that you take every time you go to the doctor for just mm-hmm. like a checkup. It mm-hmm. is on the thing. It's like. By Pfizer, like Pfizer made that. Oh, oh so they can uh, talk about SSRIs, huh? Yes. That yeah, was funny. I got that yesterday from my <clears throat> my doctor's office. They're like, "Oh, you have a new message in your what is it? My chart." So I go in there and say, "It's been a while since we've talked to you about depression. Would you fill out this questionnaire?" I go, "Nope, I'm depressed." <laughs> said, what do you need <laughs> to know? Nice. Let's just put it out there. We don't need to play out this game. I like it. Works for me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm looking at the. There's not one bit of good news on this computer. But like everything going into sucks. Christmas, we have to. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we have to ruin everybody's ass. No touchy feely. How about the good stuff. news that there was a gentleman dying, and Sir Rod Stewart did a private video for him and sent it to him. They did this like uh, phone chat, oh, and he sang, nice. sang. Uh, uh, you're oh. in my heart to the guy. Well, and then nice. ended it by blowing him a kiss. That is very nice. Yeah, see, I there's like some good news. The guy hanged mm-hmm. himself just after that. <laughs> yeah. oh no. God. But Rod, goes, no. Rod cannot sing very well anymore. Uh, it's very never sad. could. Well, How yeah. dare you? Are you kidding? Say, How old is he? He's, he did like to drink and party. Yeah. He's oh, only he 76, but yeah, the, uh, the <laughs> substances may have something to do with his rapid aging. Catherine, how about that night at Musso and Frank's? We're walking in and Rod Stewart's being carried out. Remember that? I still don't remember that at all. You don't remember it? No. We were walking into Musso and Frank's, and as we were walking, you didn't, those two guards that came up. Must another five foot nine redhead. Uh, no, it was not another five foot nine. They were walking him. I can't believe you don't remember that. Uh-oh. I don't really care about that. He, People. Well, yeah. he couldn't stand up on his own, is what the point is. They literally had to carry him out because he couldn't stand up anymore. 
Well, that's just sad. I probably I probably blocked out because it's sad. I heard he's a great guy, though. Sad. I've never met him, but I heard he's a really nice guy. Is he the one with great the concert. 700 wives? Or is that the other one that looks if like him? Think Harry Manilow. I think he's got a lot of ex-wives. Rod Stewart? Uh, Rod Stewart. Because yeah. Rod Stewart and Barry Manilow look very similar. I think he's another one. So one's really short and one's really tall. I just know he stopped kicking soccer balls. He used to kick soccer balls into the audience until he, like, line drived one right into a woman's face. Well, he's only been married three times but he has oh, had eight children with five women okay uh so they have a lot of relationships so don't get judgy people i was gonna say shh yeah. everyone just shh <laughs> and <name>. scene <laughs> <laughs> moving on oh, god whatever well the problem well he was the problem in the relationships though apparently by stooping everybody out available uh yeah at least one of them said that yeah that's what i understand you can't do that well, they, they're in his heart. They're in his soul. <laughs> they're yep. in there. Yeah. They're Who in marries there. a rock star and expects them I to know. be faithful? Well, there is yeah. that. There For is real. that little bit. I just watched that documentary, uh, Surviving the Police. It's uh, Can't Stand Losing You, uh, Surviving the Police, oh, and it's yeah. Andy Summers telling the story, and it's, uh, it was a little disheartening. You, yeah. you, I've always liked Sting and thought he was a pretty stand-up guy, but he's a douchebag in this Damn. documentary. Oh, like yeah. Said, he's a massive pain in yeah. the ass. Mm. Great performer, but he's just a, a prick. Throughout the entire documentary. So he's got a God complex. Yeah. Probably. probably. You know, it's got to be hard, though. You're a good-looking guy. You're front in the band. All three of you are kind of equal. And you become the famous one. Tom, you should have that looked at. I was going to say yeah. roast, oh Dad. I to stay away from the Mexican <laughs> food for a while. I, uh, well, that was a loud vibration. <laughs> no, they're just never going to stop. Are they looking for the Hoffa body in your yeah, building here? Or what? Every time I'm here, they're drilling. Did they dig that up yet? Because they say they know where he is. Well, they've said that every five years. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. That's and D.B. Cooper, supposedly, that story has been solved now, too. So, oh, it has. Yeah, it turns out it's Hoffa. I don't know. Well, it could be. Yeah, yeah the D.B. Cooper story just broke like a week ago saying that we finally know who this is. But Is he dead? Uh, yeah, D.B. Cooper, yeah. 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 Well, so now they know who he is because he can't sure. answer back. Right. Yeah. Is that the deal? Yeah. No, it was me. Absolutely. <laughs> it turned out to be Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't cheating after all. I suppose that's probably true. Ugh. I don't know what the hell to tell you. The whole thing is just Jesus. Mike Nesmith passed away. Why'd you bring that up? I loved him. Oh, I yeah. Because he passed away. I thought it'd be good to give him a little respect. Natural causes, too. It's 78, man. Yeah. It's a little young to be dying of natural causes. Well, he's, he's Christian science, so I know they had to push him to have oh. heart surgery a few years ago. I think he was probably battling cancer and mm. just dealing with it with marijuana and prayer. He died that of would be heart my guess. failure. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah, he but he is, uh, yeah, I, I'm really pissed. I had tickets to see him in Minnesota and in Chicago for the final concert last month. Oh, and was yeah. tied up filming and couldn't make it. I remember. Well, and he uh, he's a, gone now. He had a quadruple bypass in 2018. Yeah. Jesus. Quadruple bypasses. is, yeah, Oh, my. It's that's a lot of bypasses. About as bypassed as you can get. Yeah. It's all it's in chambers, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's each chambers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I say, was it sniffing the white out, the whiteout uh, when he was growing up? Yeah, right. Mom invented whiteout. Oh, that's, that's right. Exactly I forgot right. about that. I met him four, uh, four times. Just a nice guy. Great. He guy. was really a good guy. He was a very nice. Man. And the one time we were there, he was promoting his movie Repo Man, mm -hmm. and my buddy was interviewing him. And they were off. We were at the hotel, and we we're standing there, and this young kid walks up next to me, and he goes, "Who's that?" And I go, well, that's Mike Nesmith from the Monkees. He's got, uh, and he goes, oh, what's he doing here? And I said, he's producing uh, some new movie called Repo Man. And this guy's talking to me, and I look over him, and I go, you look really familiar. Did you go to Lake Park High School? And he goes, no, but I get that a lot. And I go, I know. I know why you look familiar. You look like a young Martin Sheen. He goes, yeah, I get that all the time. And we oh, stood there yeah. talking for a few months. It was Emilio Estevez, the star of Repo Man. Well, so, he, uh, he kind of does look like Martin. A lot. Yeah, yeah and then he walked away. Like and then later on, my buddy comes over and he goes, oh, you met Emilio. And I'm like, who's Emilio? He goes, that's Martin Sheen's son. I'm yeah. like, son of a bitch. Nice guy, too, by the way. Emilio <laughs> yeah, Estevez very nice. Very nice guy. But Mike was great every time we met him and uh, just, a, just a, a good guy. I still think Joanne is one of the best love songs of all time. Yeah. It's a great song. And it was supposedly about uh, an interracial uh, love affair. That's what uh, he told me it was about. Anyway, off the record, but now that he's dead, it can be back on the record. I will put it on <laughs> he, the record. Uh, he opened up his uh, <clears throat> award-winning, he, he won the first Grammy ever for home video, for his, oh, yeah. his uh, video, Elephant, Elephant Parts. Parts. Yeah. And he opens it up, strumming the, the chords to 
Joanne. God, and then he, he breaks into, when he gets to the part of Joanne, he goes, uh, she lived in the oceans of Japan, and he starts singing about Rodan. And then his legs from the bottom down are the giant rubber suits, and he's stomping on little houses and villages. And, and there's just, I just introduced Cassie to some of the Elephant Parts video clips online. Elephant Parts are great. Oh, hilarious. It is really good. Andy, yeah. could you play a little bit of Joanne just so people know the song I'm talking about? He, uh, it's after the Monkees broke up. His yeah. first release was First Joanne. National Band, yeah. First National Band, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. But a really nice, you're right. He's a very, very nice I had guy, him on uh, Coast to Coast AM. Oh, yeah. Uh, as one of uh, my final guests. And he yeah. came on, and you know, at the end, he called me back, and he's like, ah, I wish I would have stayed on for two hours. You were right. I should have done two hours. That was a fun interview. Thanks for doing <laughs> oh, it. There so you he go. goes, well, I'll come nice. back. What, so. Those shows back then, there was the Partridge Family, uh, the Monkees. Mm-hmm. What, what were the other ones that were like musical fam? Which ones were actually bands? None the, of part- them. the Partridge family was based on, uh, the, oh, God, what the hell is their name? The Cowsills. They were originally oh, right. supposed to be yes. that show because it was based around the mom was a part of their band. Okay. Right. And then they just recast everybody. Okay. And uh, so they were well, not the a band. Well, the monkeys were, weren't they actually no, musicians? No, no, Davey was a Broadway performer with the play Oliver. As a matter of fact, he's on the very, uh, he's on the episode the Beatles are introduced on, Ed Sullivan. Mm-hmm. He's on doing a clip from Oliver. Uh, Mickey had been a child actor on a TV show called Circus Boy. Right. And then uh, Mike was just a, a musician. Just, really? Yeah. And Peter was a musician, and they put yeah. them together. They answered an ad in Variety. So yep. who was singing? Who was singing? Uh, Mickey was pretty much the lead singer, but okay. they all took turns. Oh. Yeah, they but did, they, yeah. they weren't the musicians, and they took a lot of heat for that. Yeah, they did. Uh, the Wrecking Crew in California, the, right. they were the backup band for everybody. Really good band, man. Amazing. That, the Wrecking amazing. Crew. If you amazing. watch that documentary on Netflix, it's awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah. they, they were backed up, and, and people were destroying their albums because they're like, oh, they don't even play their own music. And it was great when they did their reunion tour. I was just telling Cassie about this the other night. Davy Jones comes out and he starts playing I Want to Be Free and he's playing the guitar and Peter comes over and he goes, Davy, Davy, stop. You, what are you doing? And he goes, well, I'm just playing my song. And he goes, we don't play our own instruments. He goes, no, this is Mickey's guitar. <laughs> and then he kept playing the song. It was just a great little clip. But they, uh, of course they played. They played live in concert. They all learned. They did, Mickey, yeah. Mickey yeah, did not did. know drums. Mike Nesmith taught him oh. how to play the drums for the TV show. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah, there's great. I'm a font of stupid knowledge. No, I love them. You got that song, Andy? I believe I do. This is, I love this yeah. song. Just a great song. Her name was Joanne, and she lived in a meadow by Very rockabilly. Yeah, yeah it is. And she touched me for a moment with a look that spoke to me of her sweet love. Didn't think I could hit that note, did you? <laughs> he was he, an amazing musician. And he did a lot of songs. He he wrote different you, drum that uh, Linda Ronstadt had that huge yeah. hit. Oh with yeah, different drum. Could you put go to the very end of it, Andy? Where what ends? Is the saddest part of that song is at the very end. Uh, or will we get flagged? I at this point, it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> so why not go all out, right? This for Joanne in the man in the time me. Getting well, weepy over here. It does. It makes, me tear, it makes me tear up every damn time. Does that boy know how to sing? Yeah. Man, what a singer. You know, it's really sad. If you've been following uh, his career in the last few years, he was tied up with some woman that was became like his assistant. And there's a lot of scuttlebutt that he was... Um, dealing with elder abuse now this is alleged but there's video of him and he would do these video meet and greets Mm -hmm. so he'd pay like 199 bucks for like a five minute video to talk with him or he would do these online chats and he'd be just pleading with the woman he's can we eat now please i'm so hungry and it's like he wasn't even aware he was on video and she was lighting up joints for him on on uh, camera which again i think he was just it was california so it's legal there but i think he was dealing with his diseases and things on his own 
Um, but there's there's a lot of claims that there may have been some elder abuse going oh on. Oh, my God. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Yep. Unbelievable. Lovely. And the hits just keep on coming. So that's the name of his album, as a matter of fact, which was a parody because he had all these great albums and nobody listened to nobody him. Listened he was to him, yeah. he was the original Eagles, yeah. you know, yeah. and he was like, I, I don't understand why my albums are sitting on shelves and the Eagles are blowing up. Right. And he, his albums are really great. Yeah, they are. No, hell of a talent, and unfortunately, there's only one monkey left, yeah. Mickey Dolenz. The rest are all Mickey. dead. Okay. Yeah, he, he was, was the curly-haired, yeah, goofy, yeah, yeah, funny yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Nice guy. Oh, Another so really Peter's nice dead, guy. too? Peter's yeah, dead Peter too. died in 2019 what? of yeah. cancer. Davey Why? died in 2012 of a heart attack. Yeah. Why is it the drummer always lives the longest? Because <laughs> that's not really true. Work. John no, Bonham? Not John Bonham, yeah. There was a lot of the drummers that passed away. There was a lot of help there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Got a lot of help in that well, dying the, Usually thing. the drummers are the wild ones, right? They're are the ones they? that, uh, yeah, cause... Well, Keith Moon. Keith Moon, Keith yeah. Moon. yeah. No doubt about that. <laughs> if you look that. at famous drummers dead, I think you're going to see a pretty long list. Oh, yes, you are. But, but, um, Ringo's still around, so yep. like, not Ringo. Yeah. Stay away from Ringo. That was a great commercial, too, in the 80s when uh, Pizza Hut was doing it, and Ringo's doing a commercial for Pizza Hut, and he's like, you know, I think it's about time I bring the boys back together, and, and he gives a whistle, and out come Mickey, Davey, and Peter from the Monkees, <laughs> and they're all eating pizza together. Well, no. This is a great little scene. But Mike Nesmith, man, he was he was there for um, a recording part of the White Album and Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. And there's video of him sitting there while they're all playing together and everything. He was he became really tight friends with with uh, Lennon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true, and... What a what a story! No, no question about that. It just uh, all that talent. Yeah, lots of talent. And I think no it questions. bothered Mike because he was talented, and people just wrote him off because he was part of this bubblegum pop sensation. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, yeah, man, they touched a lot of people and, and continued to do so. Their album that they just released like four or five years ago hit number one. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, it's a, seriously, I'm glad that, uh, that you brought that up because I did see he dies at 78 years old, man. Yeah. Not what we're looking for. Nope. Mm-mm. You know. Well, like, a quadruple bypass, was he a heavy smoker? Probably at one point. I don't he know. Must, well, yeah. he's also a weed smoker, and yeah, that can be that's that's quite true. Smoke. Smoking in Any sort of smoke can, yeah. Legs. It's hard to uh, need a quadruple bypass without some outside assistance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working that way. Yeah, this is like ribs and Twinkies. I'm pretty sure I'm going to need a quintuple bypass. Catherine, this is a bizarre Replace deal. the whole heart. Oh, no, not another bizarre deal. Catherine and I are having dinner tonight at 545, and there's an article about the restaurant in the newspaper. The hell? Did it close? Local restaurant, <laughs> great. Closed down for health reasons. No, I was going to say, rat infestation. rats found on plate. No, it's Mr. Paul's is the name of the place. It's over kind of by the house, actually. Mr. Paul's, uh, apparently, po' boys and jams bring stuffed sandwiches to Edina. Okay. Huh? Po' an, boys and jams. What are you saying? <laughs> the <laughs> sandwich shop. Would you take your kids shop? out and introduce them to the real world, Tom? Yes. This is not po a sandwich. Boys. They said it's a sandwich shop. It's not a sandwich shop. It's a supper club. Are you sure? Jams. It's, a, it's, a supper club. it's an offshoot of the supper club. They just flipped last week, Tom. Yeah. Now it's old po, is, po boys. What do you mean jam. supper club? Po boys and jams. All you have to bring your own <laughs> wine. You bring your own no, setups. Sup, supper clubs. Those is there are fancy entertainment? VFW halls. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, it's like a nice VFW. This is so sad. It shows <laughs> Ricky you, Ricardo revival band. Um, it shows you what happened to newspapers because they are just gone. Uh, one question that was it while the prices aren't outrageous compared to other uh, places a po' boy uh, would have a hard time uh, affording these po' boys Mm. yeah po' boy can't buy the po' boy because it costs too much Mm. one comment that's all they got in the Star Tribune has nothing to do with Mr. Paul's it has to do with the fact that nobody reads a newspaper anymore supper club dining and cocktails the way things are going now there's not going to be a lot of people that can afford restaurants soon yeah, Boy, everything's or getting expensive. anything. Can't even afford Kleenex. It's ridiculous. You can't afford. Well, it's like going if you're to Target, and it's like you leave, and you're like, "What? Which shelf is empty? How did I Two hundred dollars, and you've got one little plastic yeah, bag filled. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, what? What's with the meat controversy thing? With the whole meat prices have gone up like thirty percent. Yeah, and mm. the government has a 
meat task force that's saying that it's all because of corporate greed. Of course they That are. they've raised all the their meat prices. task force. We didn't yep. do anything wrong. It was everyone yeah, else. The government decided that it's corporate greed that's mm -hmm. raising prices. The government decided that the government's policies <laughs> didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I no, the policies can't be blamed for anything. You no, know, of course man. not. Can't blame the government for anything. There's no doubt about it. Well, if you think about it. <laughs> but are, she's saying I think the government's stepping in to try to stop and quell this no. spike in crazy-ass prices. Well, they're, no, they're, they're just, saying they're that they're, they're going to try to quell it. But corporate yeah, greed. Just, yeah. Bologna's up to almost 89 cents a pound now. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no. You can't have I, it. But if you think about the, the meat industry mm -hmm. is heavily mm -hmm. dependent on transportation yeah. which yeah, gas yeah. prices are huge and yeah. you're transporting gigantic Sorry. animals stuffed <laughs> meatballs that I had for breakfast it's a po' boy the attack of the po' boy <laughs> now, somebody's drilling something good. people that listen to the KQ Morning Show and this uh, are getting really used to noise in the background because it's been going on for like four months now six months, nine months six months maybe <laughs> yeah, you, might be oh, right. you could be uh, broadcasting from a high rise in a city and hear all kinds of yeah, things exactly. you never oh, know. believe me with the, everyone doing everything from home people are just yeah, used a lot of low quality yeah. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you children. mean like the like this show <laughs> the low quality it's, oh well it's foggy today i think it's the fog it's horn. the fog it's, yeah. the, it's the, the resident fog pay it i say pay attention when i'm talking <laughs> to your boy i had to go mail a couple of letters and went over there i like going over the one on because the one by our house doesn't pick up till five o'clock and i wanted to get it in you know in the, that one o'clock oh. pickup what shout out to Dwayne. The postman at Eden Prairie. Okay. Because I went there to do some postage things. And he saw your name on the form because you're the one that gets all the mail because I do everything oh. online. Uh -huh. He's such a mail guy. A mail he trots guy. right on out to that mailbox all the time. He loves <laughs> the mail. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Tom Bernard, like the radio guy. And I'm like, yes. Just like the radio guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks up at me and he's like, Catherine? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I've been listening to him for a really long time. I hear, I don't know, he's like trying to keep it quiet because there's like 35 people in line. Oh, and I'm God. like taking up oh, form God. filling and all kinds. Yes. And I just felt terrible. We have but a anyway. celebrity. We have a celebrity. <laughs> Catherine Grant is here. Well, first I went to the Hopkins post office because you said nobody's yeah. ever at that one. Right. 35 people in line. In, in Hopkins. I was like, so not, the Christmas I'm like yeah. not, yeah. not yeah. doing yeah. this. So I drove out to Eden Prairie. And there were maybe 10 people in line, and every single person took 10 minutes. <laughs> so oh, I might course. as well just stay maybe in yeah, Hopkins. Whatever. I don't know. But It'll anyway. all work out in the end. And then I looked back, and it, there was a line out the door. So I did I did have good timing getting to the Prairie oh. one. But Dwayne is a fan. Dwayne, thank you. Thank yes. you. You're a good man. It's, it's pretty amazing. We do have to take a break here. We're going to be right back. Zoe Yeoman is going to be with us, and she's talking about what? Uh, holiday etiquette. Holiday etiquette, baby. Nothing says etiquette like the three men at the end of this table. Tire mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Carver. Got you Darkness fooled. Dave Nothing and Uncle does. Tommy. <laughs> Nothing. We'll be back. 